0: Brian Temple University I love Temple you know my son and I've talked about this my youngest son still in high school and looking at Temple as one of the possibilities uh, because it's a great university you love it we all love Temple and it's it's a great education and yet the location 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 Temple's in North Philadelphia so we're thinking about Temple we want to get the update from you as to what's going on how are you I hope you're not stuck in the snow,
3: Dawn, I'm, I'm up in Roxborough. I shoveled about a, an hour ago, and you can't even tell. It's, it's coming down <laughs> pretty steady here.
0: Don't even bother um, yet. It's, it's Till about eight o'clock, I think eight eight thirty, it might taper off. So yeah, in Roxborough, gotcha. which is so beautiful. So take take me through it. You know, we're talking about Temple, um, the latest you know crime trends that we're talking about. And again, it's not the university's fault that the university is located in a big city and in North Philadelphia of all places, that's not Temple university's fault, but the question is, okay, how are you dealing with it? Because you know where you're located, where you've always been located. And we've seen times when I think Temple and a lot of our schools handled it better. So take me through what you see today.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and, and that's an important message too. I mean, the city of Philadelphia needs a functioning temple university without a doubt. I mean, North Philadelphia would be Newark, New Jersey, if it weren't for temple university, temple university needs to be there, but it needs real, true leadership. And that has, that's been what has been so lacking for the past few years now. Um, And it's come out in tragic ways. Um, So Classes kicked off for the spring semester on Tuesday. And before the first class even opened, a Temple employee was stabbed at, I believe, uh, Tentham Montgomery, um, right near where where I used to live when I went to Temple, um, outside of University Village, um, which, you know, I lived there and paid a premium to live there because it was safe to live there.
0: And we were all Um, told in the media... Well, that was a mentally deranged person, and this was a different kind of situation. but then a different narrative unfolded
3: that that's exa- yeah, that's right. So about an hour after the stabbing, roughly um, head of public safety at temple, um, Jennifer Griffin um, put out a statement um, not even acknowledging that it was a robbery stabbing that that you know the uh, suspect uh, stabbed this person. Um, the temple employee took, I, I think, I, I believe reports said, a hundred dollars out of their wallet and credit cards, and then and then they got camera footage of this person trying to use that credit card that they had just stolen just moments later. Um, you know, it was a, it was a, a robbery aggravated assault with a knife. Um, she put out a statement, not acknowledging the robbery, saying. Uh, it, it was an unprovoked incident by an individual who appeared to be in mental distress. That statement is mm-hmm. is so unacceptable. I'm a PR professional by trade. Mm-hmm. To put out a, 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 a press statement to muddy the waters like that, we're, a, we're, we're, we're about 11 months after a Temple University employee, a police officer, was murdered in the line of duty. And for them to muddy the waters about another attack on a Temple University employee is, is just so unacceptable.
0: And so ultimately, though, two things, you know, I don't know, was it was it the city? Was it who put out the news release that it was a mental, mental, um, maybe a mentally deranged person and, allowed the media to infer, I guess, that, in fact, they they weren't mentioning that this was a mugging.
3: Right. Um, So it's it's a letter signed by Jennifer Griffin, uh, head of public safety, and Denise Wilhelm, um, deputy director of operations. Um, this was put out, again, about an hour after the incident happened. That was the press statement that they put out. And you know what? You can tell by just looking at that, that statement that they put out that they were determined to make this a, a one-day news story. And they succeeded in that. It was a one-day news story. Um, any other university, a, a, a university employee getting stabbed the first day of classes, that would be a multi-day news story, not a Temple University. So I guess they succeeded in what they wanted to accomplish.
0: now, apparently the the latest was, and I know that the police released some surveillance images. They're trying to catch the suspect. And as far as the Temple University employee, the employees recovering at from the stabbing in the arm um, was was recovering at Temple University Hospital. but i I just was I was just wanting to clarify because I know Philadelphia police were also assisting in that investigation so I was trying to figure out the timeline then was it the police then releasing a second I'm trying to do the timeline in other words Jennifer Griffin Temple's uh, vice president for public safety Denise Wilhelm the deputy director of operations you mentioned they announced this unprovoked attack as a mental distress but then it's it seems to me that the way we in the media learned that it might not just be a mental health situation was from temple police and Philadelphia police. Is that, is that consistent with what you have, Brian?
3: That, that is consistent with it. Yeah. And, and I mean, what, what they knew when they put out that statement, I, I can't elaborate on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But did that statement, you know, dictate headlines that we saw come out when, when this, um, you know, came to surface. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, you didn't see, I mean, a Temple University employee getting stabbed, you, you would think at any other university, there would be a press conference, something. No, they they had no appetite for that whatsoever. They wanted this to be a one day news story and mission accomplished, I guess.
0: And what what do you make of the, the latest news? And I talked, I, I talk a lot about education, as you know, but UPenn was dropped from the Department of Education's, you know, investigations, but we learned that the Department of Education added Temple University and a whole other list of universities, by by the way. Temple's just on that list, but this is the Office for Civil Rights, and it's, um, there are multiple, multiple investigations, but, the quote is discrimination involving shared ancestry, but then there was also the other investigation as far as the anti-Semitic uh, type investigations. So Temple is in the news a lot lately, not just for the crime, but as well for being added to that list of alleged anti-Semitism, you know, on campus.
3: Yeah, and and you know, I, I pay attention to the statements they put out. So mm-hmm. you know, after that 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 awful October terror attack by Hamas. Um, temple University's president or acting president put out a statement. Um, and then he had to put out a second statement because so many in the Temple community were so just unsatisfied with how watered down the first statement was. I mean, when you look at it, uh, it's so frustrating to me as a PR professional mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at, at how Temple handles crises and and, and the lack of candor You know, and and the calculations that they make Mm -hmm. behind anything that they put out, Um, because that, you know, clearly, Mm -hmm. you know, denouncing Hamas and 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 that terror attack um, was the right thing to do. Um, Mm -hmm. You you don't have to talk to a PX PR expert to know that. Um, But again, they put out this watered down statement, then they had to put out a second statement to correct it. Um, but no, I, i'm I'm not surprised that the Department of Education is looking into Temple because a lot of us saw this when when things unfolded., um, how Temple tried to remove themselves from the from the situation, but but by being so silent, they put themselves in this
1: situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the statement that Temple released on just Wednesday, was Temple University unequivocally condemns hate and discrimination against any person, will always strive to ensure that all of our students, faculty, and staff feel welcomed and safe in our community and throughout uh, campus. And they go on to say that they're aware that the Department of Education complaint was made and they are going to fully comply. And I think I reported this on Wednesday as well. But in your opinion, should they have separated that out and address the allegations in particular because it's timely and it's you know it's in the news. Separated it out and addressed the issue of alleged anti-Semitism in particular.
3: Um. Oh, I've, I've, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've been begging Temple's leadership to just be honest. Um, now, Dawn, before I even came on, you talked about the money influence. Yes, uh, with That guitar. happens at these universities. Yes. Okay, I've, I've been muckracking, you know, looking into Temple University for over a year now. And that's the one thing I learned. When, when universities do things that don't make sense, follow the money. Look into the money trail. That's going to give you some answers. And that's how I exposed, you know, some of the corruption with former President Wingard at Temple and and a lot of the other problems when you when you hear and see things at these universities that don't make sense follow the money
0: yeah it it's disturbing and i think for i mean i will say for me because i love i love some of these schools and in general and i just sometimes can't wrap my brain around it but these you know the thing about money finances Those numbers and the dollars that are being tracked, they don't lie. And I keep seeing, you know, I'm seeing published reports. And again, these are not from media sources that one may consider to be, you know, right or left or anything of that nature, pretty down the middle. And even one of them was Wikipedia. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is not, I don't think we could call that a conservative source. So anybody can do their own research. And I always put my sourcing out there just to say there are multiple reports about all these donors and hundreds of universities and, and some of them making undocumented contributions. But ultimately, it all does get documented. The money, you know, coming in and the banking records and all of that. And so right. it's, it's bothersome to think, wow. You know, that this is this is a thing. This is apparently, and that's what lawfare with their universe it involves a University of Pittsburgh Jewish student right now, is represented by lawfare attorneys. Again, lawfare attorneys are not conservative attorneys. If you look at where they usually fall in the political spectrum, so this is not even political, but what they're alleging is that some of these countries, such as Qatar, are donating billions. Also China donating a ton of money, but but they are affecting um, the instruction and in our universities, and they are promoting this way of, of ultimately having anti-Semitism, you know, infiltrating into our higher universities. And you can tell I'm hesitant, I hate saying these words because it's unthinkable, quite frankly, but that's the allegation from lawfare and other, legal groups representing some of these kids who are, I mean, I say kids, students who are Jewish, who have felt demeaned and demoralized, professors who've said horrible things to them in classrooms, and they feel threatened. It, it's awful.
3: Yeah. Well, it, and, and the money issues is compounded at Temple. I mean, Temple's got some extreme statistics right now. If you look at enrollment at Temple, it tells you the whole story of their motivations behind the PR strategy. Um, enrollment is down roughly ten thousand students. Wow. Over twenty percent. Yeah. Uh, since since before the pandemic to now, they're down about ten thousand. That would bankrupt other u- smaller universities. You know, you know, a, a drop off that big. Um, public, you know staying afloat, but they are not in a power position right now.
0: Um,
3: So when you look at them trying to brush an an employee getting attacked under the rug, um, you know, the the enrollment numbers tell you where their motivations for that come from. Um, They are in a not a good situation. And again, I want to see Temple get leadership in order and repound. Um, you know, and, and, and by the way, I mean, you know, that 10,000, you know, mm-hmm. in, enrollment number, um, colleges, you know, universities around the country are down in enrollment, you know, for, for the large part. Not, a, not all of them, but you know, the majority are. I think the national average is about 8%. Um, when you've got Temple over 20% down, I mean, that is a big, big outlier. Um, and no doubt about it. Their lack of leadership and, and you know, lax approach to the crime situation has a lot to do with it.
0: Well, Brian Hart, thank you so much again. for un, Until next time, my friend, and be safe out in the snow for sure. No, for sure. Don't shovel anymore until about 8.30 tonight. <laughs> Just stay inside. <laughs> you know, maybe, uh, I don't know, stream, watch some stuff on, that's streaming, spend some time with the family. But, Brian Hart, thank you so much